are always there. Our scripture today is Jeremiah 1 and 5 and Jeremiah 29 11. Very familiar passage of scripture. 29 11, many people use it over and over again for, you know, encouragements and things of that nature. But the Lord just spoke something to me a couple of weeks back, and I just just ain't been able to shake it. And then no matter where I go, no matter where I turn, I just I keep seeing you and you and you and you. Um, because at the end of the day, we have to be able to look at ourselves and be able to see us how God sees us. And so the anticipation of a newborn baby is, is so exciting. You know, we find out someone is pregnant and, 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 the, and the thought of a new child coming into the earth and, and you want to know if, if it's a boy or a girl or, uh, you know, um, What's the due date? You know, how what was the child going to weigh? And, you know, got got to have a baby shower and, and for, for whether it's a boy or girl and all those type of things and everything that goes on surrounds the newborn baby. You know, we're working, uh, working on the nursery or the room or the bedroom that the child is going to be in the area that the child is going to be in is there's so much anticipation for this newborn child. And it's so amazing how much anticipation I, uh, there's, there's some people I know right now that are, are anticipating their first grandchild. They're so excited about it. They're buying them all kinds of clothes. And just, just like, wow. Because they're so excited about the, the newborn that's not even born. Matter of fact, technology has gotten so good now that they can show you the face of the child. Yeah. My God. I was tripping. He said, there, there the baby right there. I'm like, gee. I didn't know they could do that. Wow. And there's so much excitement, but how many people are taking a picture of a of a of a 50 or 60 year old and saying, Well, there she is. Most of the time by the child by the time the child is six months to a year old, is they're already Oh, nobody's excited, is excited about it, you know, and then they become two and then there's the terrible twos and, and then there's three and four and five and they start talking and walking and getting into everything. Everybody's not as excited anymore. The excitement is worn off, but, but, but before the child was born, before the child got here, before the child could get into anything, ooh, it kicked, you know. All that excitement. And so today we look at Jeremiah 1 and 5 and it says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Before you were born, while there was an excitement, before there was a, an excitement stage or the, just the fact that they found out that you were coming on the scene, that, you, that there was a projected date uh, that you were supposed to arrive in the earth. Before all of that, I, I, I knew you. Before we found out it was a boy or a girl, before we found out that there was a baby shower being planned, before we knew the weight or your size, the size of your head, the color of your eyes, the color of your hair, before we knew all those things, 
God said he knew you. And then in 29, 11, it says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me. And the next verse, it says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and you will find me when you search for me with all of your heart. The excitement of a newborn baby. The child arrives, the excitement wears off. So much so that the excitement seems to wear off the older everyone gets. The only people who get excited are the relatives that don't see you all the time. Oh, it sure is getting big. I remember going to visit my grandmother. You're getting taller and taller every time I see you. And it just was like, you just saw me a couple of months ago. I mean, it couldn't be that much taller, you know. Or, you know, hear stuff like, you know, the old folks to tell you the truth. Girl, you show is skinny. Girl, you show is fat. It's always something different. But there was never, never any excitement in it. So much so that some of the decisions and choices that we made in our lifetime now have become disappointments. The expectation that they had for this child before the child was able to make a decision has now been squashed, has now been pushed down, and there's been disappointment, and it's been times when people look at you differently, and they, they think, well, I, just, I had so many more high hopes for you. And we hear those things and we gravitate to those things, those negative connotations that come our way, those negative words that have been spoken. I'm so disappointed. I, I would have thought that you'd have done something different. I had such high expectations. I, I, I had such high hopes for you, but with no encouragement behind it, we've heard those things over and over and over again. So a lot of the things that God has placed in us, God of the, a lot of the things that, that, that and against the abilities and talents that God has given us now lay dormant on the inside of us. And then when something exciting comes along, we don't even know if we can do it. We don't even know if we can handle it. We don't even know. I, I just, I hate to put my, I hate to put myself out there. I may fail. I may mess up. Because the excitement of you has long worn off. What am I saying today? Here we are today, and we don't remember. We don't remember our baby years. If anybody here remember their baby years, that's this. I know I don't. I don't remember my baby years. I don't remember the times that mom and dad had to change my diapers and all those things. I don't remember that. I I, I just I just know that now I'm all grown up. I don't I don't remember all of that. And basically from day to day, we merely exist. 
We merely just hang on from day to day to day. I, I'm just, I, I'm getting up today. I, I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm going to try to get through the day. I'm just, I, I don't know if I'm going, if all ends are going to meet. I'm just, I'm just surviving. I'm just, I'm just trying to make it. And see, all the whole time, God is saying, you, I'm still excited about you, but we don't hear that because we're in the daily grind. We're trying to pay the utility bill, the one utility bill that's, that's now has a disconnect notice on it. We're trying to pay the car payment that's, that's, that they're calling us about, seeing if we're going to pay it. We know that the repo man is around the corner. We're just trying to survive to, to make the rent every week. We're just, we're just trying to, to make it. We're just, we're just living on the edge each and every day, and God has not called us to that. Because before he formed us, he knew he had better for us. So what I made a bad decision. So what I made a bad choice. God is looking at us and saying, yes, you made a bad decision. Yes, you made a bad choice. But I love you anyway. Think about David and Bathsheba. That was a bad thing. That was a bad thing. That was a bad thing to send somebody's husband out to battle so that he would be killed so he could get somebody's wife. That's a bad thing. But God gave him an opportunity to repent. And one of the things that we have to do, we have to understand is that, yes, we made a bad choice. Yes, we made a bad decision. But God gives us the opportunity to repent and turn from that thing. Repentance is turning from that thing, going the opposite direction. That's what repentance is. Repentance is not saying, Lord, forgive me and go back to it. Repentance is saying, Lord, forgive me and walking away from that thing as fast as you can. And so here we are. We made bad choices. We done we done things that we shouldn't have. We all have. We all have. But God said, Jesus said, I I would throw your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. We have to understand that 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 Jesus came that we might have life in that more abundantly. That's why the song was so pivotal today. That He died and He rose with all power in His hand. He had He has the victory because He has the victory. We have the victory. So we spend so much time living beneath our privilege because of our past. We've allowed our past to keep us from progressing to our future. So we live beneath our privileges. And God brings opportunities our way. He brings things our way to help bring us and take us past where we ever been in our past. He brings us opportunities and, 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 and advancement our way only for us to just sit there and look at it. We live beneath our privilege. We claim to be kingdom citizens, but yet the, the, the world sees no victory in our lives. We live in defeat. We stay in defeat on a daily basis, allowing the enemy to beat us up on every turn. Looking at those who seem to be winning every day. Man, they look like they always got it together. They they're not saved and 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 they look like they're doing well and they don't they don't believe in Jesus Christ. They're actually living in sin, but they look like they're doing good. We seem to lose every day. And I know this seems heavy, but I'm just trying to paint you a picture 
of what we deal with on a daily basis. And you may not deal with all of those things. You may just deal with one or two of those things. But sometimes it can get so hard to make it every day just being you. So much so that sometimes you just want to be somebody else instead of being you. Why, why do I have to deal with this? Why, do I, why, why is this on my plate? But never underestimate the power of positive influence. Never underestimate the power of positive influence. Pastor Tracy said it well. She said, didn't that feel good for you guys to testify to each other? Could you imagine a place where, where you could just call somebody and just say something good? There was a song some years ago that said, tell me something good. I, the only part I focus on is just to tell me something good part. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> and um, I might even put a, oh, yeah, with that, Sister Tiana. <laughs> But never underestimate the power of positive influence. Imagine if we connected and talked to each other more than on Sunday. One of the biggest challenges is on Sunday is getting out of here. Yeah. I don't know why that is. But leaving is so hard. Everybody wants to talk to each other. and It's so good to see you. And you know what happened to me? Yeah, we have one of these. And if we if we took a break on our social media or ESPN apps or whatever, we might be able to, you know, get out of here on time. Yes, we use the phone for everything, but actually calling people. I think we're, you know, I, I was telling somebody the other day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go on with this because this the, God wants to do something with this today. But I was talking to somebody. I was saying I remember when email first came out. And I remember somebody sending somebody else an email to say what they wanted to say, but they wouldn't say that to somebody else's face. And I said, oh, this is going to be a bad, bad thing. And that was email. Now we got way more than email. That email was back when AOL was the, was the main thing. You had to get on the Internet. Now, yeah, now, now we got all we got to do is walk in the Wi-Fi phones like Wi-Fi. All right. So now I can tell somebody off faster than I did before. Let me see. Okay, I'm in Wi-Fi. Let me hurry up and tell them off right now. I ain't got to see them. And that's the society we live in. Nobody wants to face the truth. So here we go. We don't want to face ourselves. We don't want to look at ourselves. Can we be? Can we look at ourselves introspectively and say, "Lord, I, there's something in that. Yeah, there's something in that area that needs to be worked on. I need that worked on. I need that fixed." Can we look at ourselves? Because at the end of the day, is you, 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 you. Understand this: the day you were born, it was exciting. Oh, this nice big eight, almost nine pound boy is here. Yes, my son, my son, he's here. James Thornton Jr., he's here. Oh, it's so much excitement. 
but for my dad is still the excitement today. That's my son. That's my son. You know, not everybody has that. But understand this, you are the big event. You are the big event. Even though the newborn days are over and you done, you done passed a few milestones, you, you done passed 18, 21, 30, whatever it may be, you may have passed some milestones already and the excitement is worn off already, you know, but know this, you are the big event. You are spectacular. In spite of this, the disappointments that your, your parents, your relatives, your friends, or whoever, you are the big event. You are spectacular. God sees you that way. We have to look at ourselves the way God sees us. We're just not some person that's just put here on the earth just to walk around and go from place to place and, and to do whatever. God has purpose on the inside of you. You are spectacular. So when you are not in the assembly of God, when, when you don't come to church, understand you are missed because you are a part of this. Understand when, you, when, when, when there's a, a place and a position that God has set up for you, understand that you are missed. Because God has put something spectacular on the inside of you to enhance the experience that everybody else can have. God has allowed you to be intricately connected to one another to bring forth an experience and an encounter that wouldn't be had if you were not in the midst. You are spectacular. You are the big event. You are still full of the same potential that you had when you were born. Let me say that again. You are still full of the same potential that you had when you were born. It's not gone anywhere. It's, it's never left. Uh, you know, all the gifts and talents that's on the, that, that, that God has placed on the inside of you, the desires you had to be this, the desire you had to be that, the desire you had to do this, it's never gone anywhere. It's never too late. It's not over. It's not finished. Uh, God's just waiting on you to implement it for activation. You're not a failure. You're not done. You're not washed up. You're not too old. You're not a disappointment. You are good enough. You deserve the best. You deserve success. You are a winner. You are victorious. I don't know if you're hearing me today. We spend too much time wallowing in in the in the things that are negative and we have to understand that God sees us bigger Jeremiah says before you were formed in your mother's womb I knew you I've been reading in Joshua and and when Joshua took over the children of Israel when God transferred the mantle from Moses to Joshua it was amazing to see what happened because the children of Israel have were so disobedient that they roamed around in the wilderness for all those 40 years even Moses couldn't even cross over when Joshua took over I tell you what he cleaned house why is that because of obedience but there was another man that was with him 
And if you don't know the story, there was two men that was sent out with uh, some spies. And these two men, they believed that they could take the land. Nobody else believed it. So here we are. The other guy's name was Caleb. And in Joshua 14, 9 through 10, it says, So Moses swore on this day, on that day, saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive. God has kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years. Ever since the Lord has spoke this word to Moses while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now here I am this day, 85 years old. You're not too old. This man received the prophetic word that he would see the promised land when there was people all around him dying. Think about that. People all around him are dying and, 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 and they're not able to go see the promised land. And this man survives and to, to get over to, to the promised land. 85 years old. Not only did this 85-year-old man get over to the promised land, this 85-year-old fought for his piece of land. An 85-year-old who fought for his... So I, I, I'm here to encourage you today. There's some things you're going to have to fight for. There's some things you're going to have to press through. There's some attitudes, some attributes, some perceptions, some thought processes that you're going to have to fight through to get what God has promised you. So just in case you didn't hear it the first time, I just want to go over it again because, see, I, I, just, I just really believe that we need to understand who we are. Yes, we say it all the time that we are uh, the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. We're, we're blessed and highly favored. But we need to understand that you are the big event. You are spectacular. You have the same, uh, you are full of the same potential. You're not a failure. You're not washed up. You're not too old. You're not a disappointment. You are good enough. You deserve the best. You deserve success. You are a winner. You are victorious. You are an overcomer. Too many people in this society into this in this day and time ready to give up, ready to quit, ready to just throw it all and kick it all to the curb. No, we have to stand and fight. This man was 85 years old and he said, you know what? God prophesied that thing to me and I believe without a shadow of a doubt that I'm going to receive the promise. All these people have died around me. God has kept me alive so I can see this. Not only am I going to get the promise, I'm going to fight for the promise. You tell me where I need to go and I'm going to fight for that mountain. I'm going to fight for that inheritance for me and my children. I'm going to fight. So you have to understand, whatever you do today, it's not just about you but it's about your future yeah. we're too busy dwelling on the past to, 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 and, and the past is interrupting our future one day last week I was on the way home and um, no it was this yeah this past week I was on the way home I said man I'm starting to feel like my old self and then the Holy Spirit said no you're starting to feel like your new self yeah. Because the old self still has some eating problems. 
I was running, Brother Brandon. I was running and I was still going home, eating three and four, five, tw uh, uh, not Twinkies, I don't like Twinkies, Little Debbies. I was going home eating three, four, five Little Debbies and hostess cakes and everything, but I was running. I was running, but I was, I was 35 years old. It was easy for me to do that. But the new me can't do that. The new me, the new me is eating lettuce wraps and uh, you know, thin 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 bread, bagel bread, you know. Uh, I, I'm hey, I, I'm telling you, I didn't I didn't change some stuff because I can't. I I just say I I'm not the same. I'm not the same. I'm not the same me. And so part of my fight. Part of my fight is looking at me, knowing my weaknesses, knowing what I, 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 I have the propensity to do, you know. Um, so I, 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 everywhere I go, no matter where I go, there I am. And so I was challenged by my doctor to lose 15 pounds, but my challenge is to go past that. And so we have to get out of self-pity. We have to get out of insecurity. We have to get out of insignificance. You're not insignificant. You're very insignificant. You're very significant. You're, you're, you, you are more significant than you really realize. There is something I, I've been doing and, um, on my job and I just, I just thought, you know, this is the way I'm going to do this. I know there are people that want me to do it the, the way they do it, but this is the way I'm going to do it. And the people even say, you shouldn't do it this way. But I said, this is the way it's supposed to be done. And so I keep doing it the way I do it. And it's so crazy that the person that's trying to keep me from doing it the way I'm doing it, end up doing it the way I did it. <laughs> so never underestimate the power of positive influence. Amen. Because the way I do it, it follows the safety guidelines and the way it's supposed to be done. But they're trying to do it the opposite of never underestimate the power of positive influence. The Bible says be not weary in well-doing. We have to do good every day. Keep doing good. 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 You can't look at everybody else. Quit looking at everybody else. You know what the word says to do. Do what the word says to do. We have to repetitively, repetitively, over and over and over and over and over again, do the right thing. My name is not Spike Lee, but I, I, I want to do the right thing. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Know that you are the big event. Know that you are the big event. 